It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, good day to everyone. Happy, happy Monday. You know, I am about Mondays. It's a great day to start off the week and a great day to go out and be great. You have five more days in this week to do all that you can do. So we began this series we've been doing for the last few weeks on money. It was basically called Show Me the Money. And so we started off with investment strategies. We had a young man on who had been investing for several years and been able to go online and do the stock market and had been very successful. We talked about the following week about cryptocurrency, what it is, how to get involved, the new type of exchange. Uh, last week we did business credit and understanding your business credit, how to get it, how to obtain it, how to keep it on a positive note going upward. And today we're going to talk about budgeting. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to have great money coming in, whether you invested or whatever, and can't keep up with it and know how to plan it to make your business successful. So today, we're going to talk about budgeting, and that's just a, such an important aspect for business owners overall, but especially for small business owners. So when you're preparing your business budget, your annual budget, it's often considered a long, drawn-out, time-consuming, unpopular task. But budgeting and forecasting is an incremental. It's the part you have to do. It's integral to the business success and the business success and your planning process. Your budget will tell you if you are able to afford new equipment that you may need, new products that you want to have, additional staff. Let's hope you're growing. You want additional staff. will help you in terms of guide you to what purchase you can make for, for all through the whole next 12 months of the year. So most people budget on a cycle. Whether it's an annual year or a fiscal year, of budgeting on 12 months. Some companies have begun budgeting 18 months out. If that's what you like to do, that's fine. Some um, companies like people in retail or whatever kind of have to do 18 months because of the cycle of ordering your supplies in advance. That may be what you're doing. But nevertheless, that's important for you in terms of planning your budget, forecasting your sales, to be able to get to have the kind of money that you're going to need to be successful throughout that 12- or 18-month period. So, Think about it this way. Um, some people believe that a budget should be a roadmap that takes them through the whole year. And when they find out that there are some changes, some adjustments, some cracks, you didn't meet the numbers you want to meet, they lose faith in the budgeting process. And they say, that's just too much of a process. It didn't work out for me. I don't know what I'm doing. It's not effective. But look at the other side. You need to still prepare a budget, and it will get better and better in terms of your preparation cycle, your planning, as years go on within your business and years go on with you doing your business, okay? Please don't get frustrated with the process. You did it last year, and you projected X amount of dollars, and you fell short of those dollars. You ran out of money. That's no reason not to budget. It is a long and tedious process. It requires a lot of thinking. It requires some scratching your head and redoing. It's not a thing you do in ink. You have to do this thing in pencil and go back and forth on your computer. You've got your little your edit, your erase button, the edit budget. It's important that you still continue with the process because it is helpful, it is beneficial, and it's a part of you running a 
successful business, and it's very, very important in terms of it comes to cash flow. So let's look at it this way. Sometimes when you have a budget process, some companies do this. Some people do this. Individuals do this. They saw what their budget was uh, last year. You know, they spent $100,000. They made $120,000 or whatever. And they just say, okay, I'm just going to put in a 10% um, plan for up, up, up going 10% next year. That's a great number. I'm going next year. That'll be fine. Let me caution you not to do that. That is not the scientific and most appropriate way to do a budget. And budgets are important, not only for you, but once you go out and try to establish credit, when you start trying to make plans for the future, I can't tell you enough, at least show folks that you have made a process of thinking how your business will net out this year in terms of cash flow and in terms of dollars. Here's a couple of things I want you to think about. When you start the budgeting process, don't forget your strategic plan. I hope all of you have done a strategic plan. We talked about this early on, but let's include and start with your strategic plan. Um, bottom line is your strategic plan should have your overall goals for the business. So to make sure you're able to meet those goals, you need to include that in your budgeting process, your forecasting, your cash flow. Um, with, your, with you planning for additional things like maybe a new office space, you're planning for bringing new products into the line, you're planning to buy some new technology, new computers, new equipment, you're planning to bring a new person on, staff, to work, that has to be included in your budget. Thus, if it's included in your strategic plan, you cannot make your plan work without having the funds and the resources to support that plan. People come to me oftentimes when I was doing marketing, and they would say to me, "Hey, um, I want to uh, I want to do a commercial." And I would say, "Okay, well, we got a lot of steps to do before you do a commercial. What's your, you know, overall product? What's your strategy? What's your brand brand statement? What are you trying to communicate? What are you trying to do? You know, all these questions we have to do. We talked about before, and they couldn't answer that question. Well, how much are you putting your budget? How much in your budget for you to do a commercial?" Well, I don't know. Okay, let me explain, explain something to you. I can do a commercial for you for $2,000. I can do one for you for $20,000. I can do one for you for $200,000. I can do one for you for $2 million. You need to have a budget to talk to other folk intelligently about your business. You have to know what you're planning for, why you want to, how things are going to go forward, what, what, what justice you have to make in your budget you spend this money. If you do a promotion, is it effective? If it doesn't bring you so much percentage increase, is it effective? Is it not effective? So you have to have a budgeting process, cash flow, and forecasting to be able to and deal with your budget effectively. When you start this process, let me just say for a lot of business owners, it's easy to sit in a room yourself in your office for the day, two days, or whatever, and scratch your brains out and come up with some numbers and go from there. I would suggest if you have a team, involve them. Understand, I am not advocating you tell your employees all of your business. What I'm asking you to do is involve them in the process for a couple of reasons. First of all, they have some insights. Hopefully, they can help you. If you're feeling that this widget over here, widget one, costs $5, they may even tell you, no, that widget number one costs 450 or maybe 550 They can help you with those numbers. If they understand where you're trying to go, 
they will be a part of the solution to get you there. So you let them know we're looking to do 20% this year over last year. Let's figure out how we can get that done. So budgeting is not always spending money. It's saving money. It's also looking at how much your expenditures are and maybe reducing some of your overhead costs. So please include your staff if you have a staff. If you don't have a staff, talk to your other business partners. Talk to your mentor who maybe help you on some things you may not know or haven't thought about or some things you may want to try. If you have an attorney, hopefully you do. If you have an accountant, hopefully you do. Talk with them about your budgeting process, too. They may be able to help you figure out ways to be more cost-efficient, how to cut costs, how to purchase the things you need in a more effective and efficient way. That's how the business credit comes in. You may have, I'm going to say, $10,000 in your account for the business, but it's the best use of that $10,000 right now is for you to buy additional supplies. Do it on credit and keep your cash flow in your account. So please don't take it that you need to sit in a room by yourself Scratch your brains out. Get input, positive input from your staff, your team members, your mentor, your lawyer, your accountant, any other people that can help you drive this process and make it much more effective. I have to tell you, too, more importantly, when your team, and that also includes your lawyer and your attorney, if they are on board and understand your rationale where you're trying to go, they're going to be a lot more helpful to you than not. So it's important that you do that. Okay, I want to also say to you that you keep this budgeting process, cash flow and dollars, top of mind. It's not a taboo subject you can't talk about with your staff. I will bring it up with my staff people once for so a month, saying, hey, we're looking like we're on budget. Hey, we're not on budget. We have a little hiccup here. We want to adjust here. What can we do about this? Keep them in the process. Let them know what you anticipate. Let them know what you're expecting. They feel like they're a part of the team, and they're going to help you try to reach those goals. Everyone likes to reach their goals and get a simple pat on the back. So don't keep that piece to yourself. Share what you need to. I'm not advocating you tell all of your business, every penny you have in the bank to your team. I'm just advocating the input when needed and make them aware of what you're trying to accomplish as a team. Now, when we go to forecasting your sales, it's very tricky. Let's be clear. Tricky in a number of ways in terms of forecasting forecasting sales because you have not that much control over that process. It's a lot of factors that go into sales. Now, yeah, we know sell well for our business or certain services go extremely well in our business. We do know that. But there are so many other factors that come into play. So you can look at your historical data to predict your future sales. But don't rely on that alone. Um, look at that different trends within the marketplace, in your industry, in the economy. Those things you cannot deny. You can't just, just say, I'm going to do 10% more than I did last year. You're going to have to think about how you'll get that 10%. Is that a certain type of year, a certain time of the year that makes more sense for you? Okay, very simple. Almost all businesses have some seasonality from the barber and the beauty shop to uh, a computer tech company. There's generally some seasonalities in there. If you're a tech company, you know certain times of year, holiday time, whatever, um, people tend to buy more computers or technology or whatever. Do you anticipate a new trend coming down for the technology set, section? You know a new iPhone is coming out. You know a new computer. You know Dell has some. You can plan, okay, they're going to be coming out with this, third quarter of the year, I anticipate my sales are going to jump because of that. 
Um, if you are doing, like I said, if you're doing hair or nails or whatever, you know certain times of year people are more likely to have their hair done, their nails done, the holiday season, graduation, Mother's Day, Easter. You know what times of year you have a bump in sales. And you also know how to plan for events and promotions to boost your sales certain times of year. So plan now. Okay, well, I know that generally this is the time of year that's kind of slow. Maybe this is when I run my sale or my percentage off or I'll do more advertising or I'll do an event or I'll increase my radio budget. Understand what you need to do in terms of predicting your sales to come in to deal with the situation that you have, how you're going to grow your business. Know what marketing promotions did well for you years ago. Can you do that again? Does that make sense? Or do you need to do a new one? Think about those kinds of things you forecasting your sales because that's how you get to the bottom line. That's how, come, how you do your budget. That's how you become successful. Also, the same thing applies with your expenditures. Forecast those expenditures. I know that this time of the year I'm going to um, move my office space. I'm going to move to a new office. So I need to plan in my budget. My lease runs out. I'm going to go to another space. I kind of got it in mind. So going to a new space is going to require me to move my life utilities. It's going to um, cause me to hire a moving company. It's going to require me to do some painting in that building. It's a little bit further off in terms of getting. Figure out, I got to get my stationery redone because I'm going to be um, uh, moving a new address. I'm going to have my website updated with a new address. Those kinds of things, forecast those things. I know I'm going to be doing this. So make plans for those budget-wise. Those events have a cost associated with them. We're going, to be, we're going to be turning 10 years this, this September. I would like to do a big 10-year anniversary. That's what costs me money for a party. That's advertising for that, invitations, letter, printing, all that stuff. That's additional cost. So start forecasting what you're going to expend for the year. Just like you do, do at home, I would hope. I would hope the same things you would do at home. Setting those goals, understanding what I'm going to spend, what I tend to make, my budgeting process overall, your forecasting, that's crucial for you to be effective and efficient when you're trying to run your business. Tracking your success, knowing what worked and what didn't. If you did a promotion uh, any time last year, the first quarter of this year, whenever, and you can't tell me or yourself, your staff, what benefits you received for the promotion, I'm talking about not like, oh, it was a good day, it was busy. No, I want to know how many sales dollars you made over the same period last year when you didn't have the promotion or two weeks or a month earlier when you didn't have the promotion? What kind of sales increases did you receive? Those are the things you're going to need to think about when you're budgeting. And if I expended more money, you may have a sales increase of 2%, but by the time I spent the dollars on advertising, paying somebody to revamp my website, paying someone to do a flyer, I actually only made about 1%. Those are things you're going to have to know to be a smart business person and to run your business effectively. And with that being said, let's be realistic. Let's not play games because it looks good on a piece of paper and say, oh, I'm going to spend and I'm going to make a 25% profit this year. I'm going to make 25% more sales than I did last year. If you could do that, great. Perhaps you have a new product. Perhaps you have um, some cost-cutting measures somewhere. Perhaps you'll be able to get a deal with some of your, your vendors and able to get you a reduced cost. Or maybe your vendors are telling you now 
if you pay in net 15 opposed to net 30, I'll give you a break in your price. You're going to do that? That makes sense. Let's do that. But be realistic, not just pulling a number out of the sky because you want it to sound good or you want to tell the boys or the girls that what kind of profit you made and you didn't make it and you didn't plan for it. So be realistic in your planning of your sales. Be realistic in your planning of your expenditures. Understand your sales forecast. Be realistic because I can tell you, um, and I think you all know if you think about it, how much trouble it can be for you if you don't do that, Okay. Also, when you're doing this budgeting process, it's a lot to take consideration. That's why you need to have other people talking with you and sharing with you who have expertise. Please let me emphasize, a person who has expertise, who has done this, not just someone on the corner uh, talking with you, just be talking. Know who you're taking advice from. There are a lot of external factors. Wow, last two years has been huge. We had the pandemic. Could we have forecasted that? No. But once we got into it, a smart business person would have started downsizing and making adjustments for what we had to go through. Did any of us know it would be two-plus years? No. Did any of us know it will come back again? No. But you have to make plans for those first things. So whenever something happens externally, like a pandemic, like a recession, like a depression, like unseasonably cold weather that hadn't been like this in years and years to keep people in the house, you have to make adjustments and plan for those things. You have to take into consideration. Don't wait till the situation's over and done with. When it starts happening, then start making adjustments. Start making adjustments. Pandemic hit. Wow. People can't be I have a business that requires people to be out to come to my place of business or people to go to sales, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna to need to do a couple things. Figure out how to work through this process. I do more things online. Um, do I do more Zoom calls? What do I do on that? But also I know it's going to be some certain things that are going to be hit with that. So with that being said, how am I going to adjust my staff, my overhead, my office space, those kind of things to fit this feed? That is something you have to think about. You can say, wow, what the pandemic is something different. We never saw that coming. No, we didn't. But we never saw the pressure coming from when it came. So this kind of stuff happens in life. Um, let's not be, um, you know, too naive. Things continue to happen and things we never expected to happen. So always think about external factors and always think about, for me, I always keep a little bit reserved for that. That reserve thing is not a bad thing. That reserve is oftentimes a very good thing because, yeah, I'm going to reserve a little bit because if something happens, i got to maybe help my employees out a little bit to lay somebody off. I want to give them a little extra because this is happening. We have to do this. Or, that reserve is a great thing because my sales are doing so wonderful that I'm going to have to buy more than I had planned to buy. And I'll get the money a little later in the year. I don't have it right this moment, but it's going to come in when I buy this additional product. So that reserve piece is real huge. So looking at the external factors and also looking at reserve, keeping a reserve is always important in any business. I would recommend to any business why. Start if you help now, start now. Put away a savings account, not your personal savings account, a business savings account. Count for the business for you to save money and put it up for a rainy day or for great days when you need to go ahead and make um, some kind of uh, investment, whether it's a new person, a new equipment, or more product. You're able to do that. Move to new space. That's a great thing. Um, I want to say something else to you that you're not going to want to hear, but it's important. And that is take your time and do it right. I don't care if it takes you a day and a half. 
don't care if it takes you a week. Take your time and do it right. It's worth the exercise. It's worth the extra time. I know time is money. It's worth that process to have yourself prepared and reserved for what, what comes what may, and also to prepare yourself for greatness, prepare yourself to go forward, have that savings account, you know, have some conversation with people. And I'm going to say something to you. If you have some good vendors that you are working with, and you work with them for several years or whatever, whatever, it's worth it to go talk to them. Say, hey, you know, is it at this point, can I possibly get a discount? I've been a good client of yours for many, many years. Can I get a good discount on this? 5, 10, 15 percent? May not seem like much right now, but over the years it will be. It's worth, it's, worth, it's worth time. It's worth time to say, hey, I need my money on a net 50 or net 30 opposed to net 60. Um, that gives you a better cash flow. Your money, you put money out there, you don't get your money back for 60 days. That doesn't work as well if you give your money back 30 days. So look at things like that that can help you in that process and take your time and get it done and have some conversations that need to be, that need to have there. You have too many phone lines that you don't need in your office space. Question, that's some extra money, you know. Um, look at little things like that that you may not need and make sure you can see a, a, a financial benefit and gain whatever you do. Because of all the things I talked about earlier, you need to have, have a, ro- a rolling budget. Um, yeah, um, you, do, you do a budget for a year, 12 months, 18 months, absolutely. But clearly you have a bit of understanding quarter by quarter. So what I'm all I'm advocating is you go ahead and do your long-term 12-month, 18-month budget, but go back and tweak it every quarter and keep it current. Make adjustments when need to be made. Remember, it's, it's, just a, it's just your forecast, but you want to make sure that it is clear as possible because as time progresses, promise you, you continue this business, this exercise, and your forecast is going to make more and more of a difference as you do business going forward. Be detailed in that process. Write yourself down notes. Don't just say 10%. It could be 8 It could be 7.5. Give your student, do the detailed work to make sure you get accuracy in this process because this money thing is the, the, the make or break for a company. All the good intentions you may have are great intentions, but you don't have the resources, which is money as well as people and knowledge to get it done. It's for not. And we don't want to lose out on all the great things you have that you're trying to do. Nonprofits are prime examples of that. Nonprofits have great ideas, great work, great heart, but they can't manage that money properly. Then they're going to be soon out of business. And then you can't help the people you plan to help. You cannot prepare for your retirement. You can't prepare for your child's education and future, college, whatever. It's an integral part of what we do. It's not that it's a driving force, but it's a vehicle to get what our dreams are to be accomplished through the resources of financial um, support and other people. Well, people need some pay and some compensation as well. Even if you want somebody to just think for you, that you have to pay them for their thinking, okay? So you definitely need to continue to look at that process of your money in your business. Um, I want you also, like I said before, to make sure you've got a plan of action for saving money. I can't say that enough because oftentimes businesses don't do that. They do their business. They make some money. The money just kind of sits in the account. That's great to have some in your account, but it's good to have some money that you can take out and invest, some money that you can um, um, put aside for other things besides the business that you can do later on to refurbish your business to have, it, to have um, another source of income. So think about ways when you start making some money and buy yourself a new boat. 
Think about things you can do with that, those funds in your budgeting process to help you plan for going forward. Um, when you're doing this budgeting, make sure you have the right tool to do your budget. I don't care if it's a spreadsheet or whether it's a program, QuickBooks or whatever, but have the tools that make sense for you to get that done. If you've got to invest a little bit in uh, QuickBooks or something like that, that's an investment that you need to make and it's something you can write off your taxes, but it makes it easier for you to do your checks and to be able to tell where your, um, your dollars are going and your sales forecast. Do that. It's also be easier for you to, be able to turn the information over to your accountant to do your taxes. Now, that's a way of saving money, too. You give everything to your accountant in such a way that he can do your, he or she can do your taxes in a short period of time, that should charge you less money for the time that person puts in, calling you back and forth and spending hours asking questions. That in itself is, is a time-saving measure. Um, like I said, I want you to constantly keep track of your process and all of this, what you're doing, how you're growing, um, how your money is performing for you in your budgeting process. If you need to ask advice, I'm going to ask you that again. Ask advice from people who know, friend, your male friend who's sitting on the corner talking with you or having a drink. Ask for advice from a professional who can give you some in terms of tracking your income, your fixed costs, and things of that nature. Understand the cost variable um, when buying early or buying on uh, 15 days or 30 days, those kind of things. Double-check your work that you've done. Research is always important in this process. Research, research, research. You're a small business owner. you got a lot on your plate. And I can't tell you how important it is for you to keep things as, uh, as tight as you possibly can, knowing you have a limited amount of time to get it done. But those are some basic things I want you to think about in your budgeting process. We talk a lot about getting the money, but how we expend the money, how we use the money is crucial. So take time to prepare your budget and forecast, and you'll be able to have a valuable management tool as you go forward for your business and for proposals, as for, for, for getting bank loans and things of that nature, you will have that information that you need to get that done. This is something that's very crucial uh, for you to consider. Um, consider always your ex- external factors, the ones you have control over, uh, economy, uh, products, uh, weather. Uh, always have something that you can kind of rely on when those things happen. But once again, that money can also be beneficial to help you grow your business. It's not always a negative thing. It's some money you have in reserve to bring that new person on or to expand to a new place or to get another company vehicle. So those are things to think about your budgeting. We talked a lot about getting the money. Now I'm trying to help you come up with tools to keep the money and make the money as works for you as hard as it possibly can. So once again, thank you for listening today. I want to say to you again, let's go out and have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Go out and be great. Thank you. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m., Right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, greatness, greatness.